We're going to have a conversation about how taking a career break can impact your relationship and maybe not in a good way. Let's get the details with our next guest, who's a talent and leadership development specialist and a leadership coach, Eileen Dooley. Eileen, thank you so much for making the time. Good to talk to you. My pleasure. So, Eileen, you wrote a piece for theglobeandmail.com, if our listeners want to check it out, um, titled, Why a Career Break Can Break the Relationship. Uh-oh, this is not good news for people that are maybe feeling burnt out and, and maybe want to leave their position and thinking that the grass is greener. I, I just want to start with what it was that made you want to dive into this, this subject. Um, basically, uh, myself, I'm seeing, I'm in my early 50s, and I'm seeing people around me having difficulty with their marriages, thinking about divorce, thinking about separation. And that is a key element of it, is my spouse doesn't work and my spouse works part-time. Um, there seems to be a disconnect. There seems to be, then, then when we decided that we're going to separate, uh, what, what does the finances look like? Mm. And, the, and things just start to, to start to unravel very, very quickly. And what is coming back to me is things may have been different if both people had either stuck with a career or had a plan in place as to what would happen if one of the spouses takes time off, you know, when, when, kids, when kids arrive, is there a plan to go back to the workplace or if not? There's a lot of talk in the early stages of, you know, and I, I, I'm going to preface this, say if kids arrive, on, if, if, if there's a plan to have kids and one, one spouse is going to take time off, even just for mat leave, mm-hmm. is there's a lot of conversation about what colors the nursery going to be and what kind of stroller are we going to buy and what's the name going to be. But is there a lot of talk on the, the careers of both individuals? And if we're going to take a break, how long, what is it going to look like? And so I wrote about that because there's, there's a lot into it that a lot of people don't see when you fast forward 30 years from now or 20 years from now, however, however it may be. You know, it's interesting because I think there is so much conversation about how, you know, you you grow and you evolve as a person, you know, certainly on your own and with a partner as well. And I think, you know, so many people are really familiar with the idea of that when they're going into a marriage, thinking that you you have to you have to love the person that you're with no matter what version they're going to become and and be at what stage of their life. But this is something I think we really take for granted. What if someone takes a break from their job or something happens, they get laid off and they don't want to return? Because I think that when you're talking about wages and fairness in a relationship, this is an area where a lot of resentment can really build up. So I think it's really important that that we're diving into it. Is that sort of one of the main issues is just that resentment piece that then one partner feels that way towards the other? It can be. If you if you see your partner, your partner is making more money, um, getting invited to different events, um, uh, traveling, perks around that. The, the, the parent who, or the, the partner who's not working, or at least not working on a full time career trajectory basis, is watching that person's career soar, and. There could be resentment, especially if the marriage breaks down, saying, well, I gave up a lot, and so I should be getting much more out of this. Sure. Nobody goes into marriage thinking there'll be a divorce statistic. Right. But I can be pretty, and I don't know, you know, I can, I'd be very surprised if any of your listeners would, would text in to say, I don't know anyone that's getting divorced well, I or has been divorced. It's extremely common. You would have to know no one. <laughs> if, if that yeah, that's exactly it. You would have to know nobody. That's right. I, 
I think there's also the issue too of of dependency from one partner mm-hmm. on the other on that wage. And so if that changes, I mean, it can change the whole picture of a marriage and of a functioning home for a lot of people. Sure can. Um, it's there's people. Essentially, if, if, if there's one income earner and they're, they're supporting everyone else who lives in the home, regardless of their age. And, and there seems to be this idea of, well, you know, eventually, um, eventually things, if things don't work out, you get 50%. Now, that's all up to, 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 to lawyers because there wouldn't be an area of family law if that wasn't qu- it's not quite so cut and dry like that. So we know that this can be, uh, you know, a big risk and a big strain on your partnership, yeah. on your marriage, but it is reality for a lot of people. And we know, especially over the last couple of years, you know, burnout is an all-time high. I think people are really reframing the way that they approach work and how much they want to prioritize it. So people's careers change and they shift. Mm-hmm. What if someone is in a situation where uh, they want to leave their job, but they also want to protect their marriage? What are some, you know, kind of base rules that people should sort of should sort of follow along based on your expertise? Have a conversation of what that looks like. If there's if there's a partner that wants to leave their job, okay, there's a difference leaving your job and leaving your career. If you want to just completely cut out, or do you want to work in a less in a, uh, a less um, career ambitious role, something that's a bit more easier and flexible in a family? Either way, have the conversation. What does this look like for how long? And revisit that conversation. It's almost like a plan. Mm. You know, it's it, it, whether you're married or you're or you're um, or you're in common law, it's still a, a binding agreement, which has consequences if some of that. So, which has consequences if there's significant changes in it. So, if a spouse decides not to work and the other spouse has agreed to that indefinitely, as I wrote in my article, just be sure you're looking at this with eyes wide open. In the event that the marriage possibly it, um, breaks down. Because essentially, that, that, that sole income earner is, might be responsible for their financial well-being now and into perpetuity. Mm-hmm. Right? And, but it, it, all, it all depends on the, it depends on the situation. I'm not, a, I'm not a family law lawyer, but that's, you have to be very careful when you make that decision. And even if you, and if you don't have a plan, it may all look good in the beginning because, yeah, you're newly married. Now you got a couple of kids and everything's great. Well, fast forward 20 years, 25 years, it may not be. Maybe it will be. Just have a plan in place so you know what to expect. What about any messaging for the other partner um, who's, who's, whose partner has decided that, okay, they want to they wanna take a break, they want to shift gears a little bit. How do you support someone that wants to do that? That's how to support someone that wants to, 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 uh, to shift gears and take yeah. a pause? Mm-hmm. Well, again, it depends on the couple and how they want to support each other. But to be very careful, um, if you need, if, for example, if the other part, if the marriage does break down and you have to say you want to buy the other partner out of the, of the home or something, you have to be able to get a mortgage. You may not be able to do that if you have no demonstrated income. You have to, be, you have to, you have to watch that kind of stuff. Um, but in, ultimately, those are things that both people have to talk about. You can support the other person. And a lot of us, especially you know, here in Alberta, we go through ups and downs of layoffs, et cetera. And it's natural to support the partner during times of layoffs. But if, the partner, if one partner does not want to go back to work, that has a significant impact on family finances. 
And so what is that going to look like? So if the person doesn't work, so what is their responsibility in the household or to the family? That should be worked out. It all really just comes down to communication. <laughs> it comes down to communication, but going into this eyes wide open, because it's true that divorce rates are pretty high and, um, it, nobody goes into this thinking they're going to be a divorce statistic. But well, yeah, and this is another thing, another component that I think can lead to a situation like that that most people, as you said, don't don't want to steer themselves into. So uh, an important no. one to focus on and to really think about. So Eileen, thank you so much for your article and for making the time. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Of course. That's Eileen Dooley, talent and leadership development specialist and a leadership coach, uh, talking about how a career break can break the relationship. Doesn't always have to, but it can. If you want to check out her work, you can check it out at theglobeandmail.com.